I'm sorry that I got here so late. You would not believe it, but I was coming up. Uh, I was walking up the stairs and then I fell and then I had to like come back up. It was, it was just a fucking nightmare. And you just like kept falling and kept falling and kept falling. No, I only fell once. What do you think I am? Like... <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, oh man, I, I don't know about y'all. Y'all just getting straight into the review. I fucking love this movie. Uh, we have a we have steps, Eddie. We have steps. By what's what's discuss. step one? Um, I don't know. Intro us. Intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Intros. Thank you for welcoming us onto your screens or onto your headphones, depending on how you're watching this. I'm Eddie, and I'm joined by Bernie. And I'm Choma. And this is the rollback. And folks, today we'll be reviewing John Wick Chapter 4. The world renowned assassin John Wick is taking his war against the high table global from Berlin to Japan to Paris and New York. Everything. That's all right. Okay. Uh, I believe uh, it, it will be fair before we start to, to talk about four, um, uh, our history with the franchise. What do we think of the previous ones? How did we get here? And I uh, know we can talk about four. I think it's, uh, I think might as well include a compendium of that. So, cause I know you're a big fan. Uh, Fernie, I don't know how you feel about the franchise, but I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, I like, I like, the, f- the first one, I had bought that on Blu-ray without ever watching it. A friend had recommended it to me. And I think it was like on sale for like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I bought it and I was like, holy shit, this is actually a really good movie. And then uh, I like the second one. The second one was okay. Third one, I again, I thought it was okay. Um, But I think the fourth one is probably the better of the of the the previous two sequels. All right, so we got that, Hetty. Uh, John Wick might be my favorite original character of the last like almost ten years. Original character, okay. No uh, character is original. Oh, dude, John Except Wick. For Jesus. So does that mean every superhero is a spinoff of Jesus? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give you Superman. At least like the cooler parts of Jesus, you know. But was he an alcoholic like Tony Stark? I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that's that, that's my favorite part of the, in the Bible when he I'm, goes, y'all, check this out. Wine. Check this Shit. out. And he just turned waters into wine. Yeah. Shit. It's canon. It's canon. It's in the Bible. <laughs> in both testaments. <laughs> but no, man. And the uh, Book of Mormon. But okay, so like John Wick, the original John Wick is one of those movies that I probably watch a couple times a year that I can just pop in and like just tune in and out and like I'm good. Um, it's a good cable movie. Like it's if a, it's on cable, like if it's on cable and it's at any part, you could pretty much just jump in. Pretty much. Um, but it's man, I, I got to assume John Wick is to me what like what was a big game changing action film like T two. Um, T two Die Hard. I got to imagine like John Wick is to me what Die Hard was to like. 20 year olds like no like it felt like a big deal like dude this is my favorite like like jake peralta loves die hard i love john wick that's the best equilibrium i can come up with Chema. all right um so here's my thing with john wick Uh oh i saw them for the first time last week 
All of them? All of them, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hadn't seen them. I had avoided them. Well, I didn't avoid them on purpose. I just never sat down to watch them. I knew what they were. Like, I knew the story. I knew the plot. I knew the setup. Uh, And I knew that, like, oh, like, the choreography and the action is amazing. I I knew that. Uh, I just hadn't, like, properly sat down to see them. I never found the time, and I never made time for it. But I figured, ah, the fourth one's coming out. Might as well check them off the list. The first one, I think it's good. Like as good as a movie as an as a movie of that genre can be, really. Uh, but it's not my favorite thing, you know. Uh, no. But I will admit, there's genuine talent there. You know, there's genuine like energy and passion and and and, and, and everything. Uh, I read recently that the first one was this close to being like a direct-to-video movie or like a direct-to-streaming movie uh, until like a distributor picked it up like a little bit before it premiered. I can see uh, that. Yeah, because the first one is like a movie that I don't know that you'll walk into your in, 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 into your dad and he'll just be watching it on TV and, and that's how you first heard of it. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, I want to say John. I want to say uh, Keanu Reeves did fucking uh, what's the movie? Knock knock. Like a little bit before oh, yeah. this, and that movie yeah. was was dog shit. He was, he was, and we all love Keanu Reeves, but he was a bit okay. of uh, how do I say this? I punched I Keanu Reeves in the face. You oh, like that, like that movie? Ah, there it is. I was saying who got the reference. I best believe <laughs> I punched Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. But no, but okay. So Keanu Reeves was maybe on the downward slope, and I feel like John Wick just completely kicked his career back into gear. Like it was the fifteen years later Matrix that, like, boom, famous. Uh, I mean. Did it really kick in his career, or did it just prolong it? Because prolonged it. Yeah, I, I mean, a, I think he was on a downward spiral. Like, oh, he was. Like, but I mean, I think it like. You know, did you think up. Bill and Ted Three was really good? Because I thought it was. I, I mediocre. Think, I think I Bill thought... and Ted would have never happened if it wasn't for him. No, I'm not. talking about the third one, the one that happened after John Wick. No, but I'm saying I think if John Wick doesn't happen, Bill and Ted Three doesn't happen. Yeah, oh, that's why. But like the way that you said it, kind of made it seem like if he was like, oh, getting all these projects. But I mean, you see the projects that came out, like Bill and Ted Three, which wasn't really well received, and then Matrix Four, which that story is just wildly out there, and again, not well received. The only thing that was really well received was John Wick. Yeah. Um, so I think Bill and Ted Three is the best out of the Bill Three Bill and Ted movies. I, yeah, the I'll second one's the, the best. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, the third one made me believe in love and happiness and the positive in the world. I can't, I can't take that uh, away from it. Also, I love the daughters. The daughters are fucking funny. Uh, they tried too hard. They succeeded. Um, yeah, well, but but anyway, the point is, I watched the first. Uh, I watched the first three John Wicks in the past couple weeks. The first one I think is fine. The second one I think is equally as good as the first one. I think they're both like on par. The third one I really really liked. I think uh, the the first the third one really like elevated. The thing that I like about this movie is that each one of them really builds on top of the other one. My favorite thing about these movies is the etiquette of the continental like the world and 
how it works, uh, how they have a code for everything, how their rules really apply and are really respected. And when someone breaks them, like there's consequences. I like that. Like that to me is the most interesting thing about this franchise. What I don't like about this franchise, or maybe, you know, we'll see, is that this movie did something I really like and also something I didn't like uh, at all. But I guess at some point we'll touch on both on both points. Now, when it comes to this one, to specifically talking about John Wick Chapter 4, yeah, this might be the best out of all of them. Three hours of nonstop action and uh, one-word, one-liners, and every once in a while, a good, funny scene. Yeah, this is this this was great. This was a fucking great time at the movies. See, okay, um, shit. I wanna I wanna make sure this is organized to start. Um, okay. So the movie opens with so the whole point of John Wick three. We're gonna talk about John Wick four mostly, but the whole point of John Wick three was to get to the elder, to yeah. try and like, hey. How do we shut the shit off? Because I want out again. I want to retire. And the elder tells him, no, but you can still live if you work for us. Okay. Spent the whole fucking movie trying to get there. He walked in the desert till he passed out and kept walking. This movie opens with him shooting uh, the elder. It's not the same guy, but this whole movie starts with him murdering essentially the president of the, of the, the high table, the, the one above all. Mm. And then he goes to work. Like, that's where the movie fucking starts. And then we're yeah. introduced to Donnie Yen and all these other fucking magnificent characters. Uh, Fernie, you had some strong opinions about Donnie Yen, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I wasn't a big fan. They made him blind. I thought that it kind of handicapped his, and with no pun intended, it handicapped his his performing arts as an actor. I'm not trying to be funny, Eddie. Like, I'm... I, I know it's it's a fucking word, but that's the only word uh, that I could think of. Like it, it I I've, I've seen so many Donnie Yen movies. Like It Man is probably one of the best uh, martial arts movies ever. And I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I get what they're trying to go for, um, like a stick character and fucking Daredevil, but I think it did handicap Donnie Yen as a martial art actor. Really? Because I think it didn't stop him at all. If anything, it made his movements and everything more specific. What distracted me about his character was that I saw him as a blind as a blind fighter and I just thought about Star Wars. Like that's like my mind oh, just yeah, went to rope blind one. in there too. Yeah. I'm like I I don't want to say that that kind of like locks him in into a character specifically, but I don't you're blind, know, Donnie. Remember this. You're blind. Yeah. Um, how do I say this? <laughs> honestly, right. yeah, it did. It, it did distract me a little bit because it made me think about Star Wars. But honestly, seeing Ip Man and John Wick fighting, like it, that's such a action movie nerd boys fanboys like wet dream that just seeing that scene when they're fighting like in inside of the Osaka Continental with like all the lights flashing like I couldn't help but love it like it was like it didn't it, it didn't took me out at all I, I, I don't think it handicapped him at all I think if anything it made his movements more memorable and more specific and uh because if we just saw them fight like uh fist to fist like I would just be like, oh well, this is Ip Man and Donnie Yen, but not uh, sorry, Ip Man and John Wick, but no, I mean this 
gave it more, I don't know, more personality, I think. Like, well, uh, like visually, I'm going to remember this more, you know? Well, also, I like the different ways that he fought. Like, initially, when the assassin came after him, my thought was like, okay, how? And then he puts out the, the doorbell sound alarm thingies. And oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Like, like, okay, we're going in a bit of a slight daredevil situation. And then it makes sense. The way he kind of fights is he fights very defensively, which that is a thing. Like, believe it or not, that is actually um, a form of self-defense as far as fighting from a distance, especially if you can't see or you're in a low-lit environment. I mean, yeah. it's it's I about mean, as accurate the, as you can make it. That's what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is. You're taking your opponent's movements and going with it. No, but imagine you can't see though. Oh, I'll, I'll close my eyes. Ah, supinchi mother, I can't see. <laughs> Motherfucker, look at you. I'm, you're right. I can't see. But, but, uh, <laughs> shit, that was funny. Uh, but also, I do want to point out another like great thing is so before the original John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves had like I think six months of training in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and a few other things, right? Not as hardcore as he would be later on. Come John Wick Chapter 2, when they're like, hey, the movie was a hit, we want to do a part two. Keanu Reeves' whole shtick was, well, his, his big chip was this. Hey, I'm down to do it. I want but money. You have to, but you have to pay for all my training for at least six months. They're like, deal. So he got every kind of fight training that you can think of. Kempo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, basic karate, obviously, um, and a shit ton of weapons training. Like legit, Wait, you know what's funny? I'm pretty sure the weapons training costs the most because bullets ain't cheap. Probably, dude. Th there are videos online, and I remember uh, in the lead up. It's to a John it's a place in L.A. that he was uh that he was training at. They they post a lot of videos with celebrities. It's uh Terran Tactical. And dude, they taught him right because the way he does everything is so. From what I understand, I'm not a gun nut, but they all say the way he does everything is accurate. The way you load and reload testing the gun, the way he holds it and checks it and everything. Mm. Like, Keanu Reeves legitimately knows his way probably around any gun. They even make a joke of it in the beginning of Part 3 when he mashes two guns together and fires one round and then keeps running. Yeah. When he's in the gun museum. But anyway, so uh, we get this great, great set piece in Japan. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like how they managed to... You, Something that I really like about all these movies is that they got really interesting character actors to portray like all of the side characters. So they're all really memorable, even like the small ones. Like when we get to the to the Osaka Continental, like uh, the person, the, the guy who runs it, and the concierge, they're like immediately you pick them out, and then we find out that that they are you know father and daughter. Um, it has so much personality, but you can tell that it works. And uh, and moves exactly like the one that we know in New York, um, but I like how it's uh, how it's uh, the sign and and everything. And also uh, in this scene, we're introduced to another big character, and that's uh, Mister Nobody, uh, who becomes uh, kind of like a tracker character that keeps showing up and wants to kill John Wick as long as the price is right. And also, he you know is kind of a mirror character of himself since he also goes everywhere with a dog. Uh, mm. That character, really good character. I thought he was a, a super good addition. Uh, there's a scene at the end specifically where I feel like we all related hardcore to him, and uh, you know, but we'll get to that when we talk about the ending. Uh, at first, I thought. It, at yeah. first, I thought it was John David Washington when I saw the trailers. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, that's John David Washington. But then, like, I mean, you see the movie, and you're like, oh, that's definitely not him. Um, but we kind of skipped over the fact they killed the what's his face that actually OG? died in real life. They killed Sharon. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Sharon. Yeah, dude, that was eerie. That, that was, was shocked. I wonder that if that was, was a post production thing. So. I don't think yeah. so. It feels it feels very much. What if like, it was all an inside job? Maybe they killed him in real life. Oh come on, man! Yeah. Uh, a, a man is dead, Bernie. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, come on, people die. Uh, yeah, so uh, no, that fell because it was very much integrated into the story. Like they even make a comment later, like if he dies, you either become a martyr or you become a fool who ran away. Like you, like they they, they make that into into the story but yeah uh and also he died like a couple weeks ago like he can't like this wasn't like film and added into like a movie that's been you know pretty much premiered by the by that point um but yeah i for some reason when they shot him i thought oh he's not dead like they're gonna pull something but then when we saw like ian mcshane at the grave i was like oh drake he really died no uh damn it yeah, very eerie, very uncomfortable. Uh, he was one of my favorite characters. Like, I love how he would randomly show up, like with his hand behind his back, and like always with like a very dignified presence. I always, I, I, I really liked his character in the past, like previous movies. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm if well, I was gonna say I'm gonna miss him, but they're not making another one of these, so you know, what does it matter? Oh, no, they're not. No, no, they're not, Eddie. No, no, straight up. I know. I know you're gonna. I, I, I know. I know you. I know you. You're gonna be. You're gonna be like. Well, how do you think they're gonna make a fifth? They're not gonna make a fifth one. They just said they're not gonna make. No, no. We'll go to that right now. We'll no. get to that. No, we'll get to no. that when we get there. Okay. okay. We'll get to that when we get there. Let's okay. keep talking about. Okay. So, oh, but did it hit anyone else in the heart when Sharon says it's been an honor, sir? Like I was like, oh man, like really going down this in a road? Weird, in a not weird really. Way. Okay. Okay, it, fine. Uh, you know what? I've been I, a fan I, for I, nine years. It hit me. I was like, no. No, really? I mean I I mean I I really do like these movies. They're really good action movies, but I mean I'm not I don't I don't it's not like something I hold near and dear. I'll t- I'll, I'll tell you that well, okay, we'll get to, when we get to the part, I'll unleash everything. But okay, so Sean does. Also, can we talk about Bill Skarsgård and what a son of a bitch he is? Like he pissed me off when he was pouring his sugar into the tea. And you could hear the spoon on the on the china, on like the cup. Yeah. yes. I'm yeah. just like, I don't like you as a human being already. He graduated from the Robert Pattinson School of Bad Accents. Like he really, he really, he really, he really ate the fuck out of this role. I mean, he he is exactly the right kind of douchey evil character that you kind of want as a villain. Uh, I think he did. I think he did right. Uh, to me, the 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 best scene well not the best scene but like i see where you really feel his power is when nobody's kind of telling him like uh uh you want me to kill him you want me to track him 20 mil 25 million dollars for the for the service and you feel like he's about to like bulge and then he like stabs him on the hand and then he goes take it out or take out your hand like whatever you prefer Oh, he says something. He's like, he says some analogy. Like, uh, if you pull out a hand, you're you're like a pussy. Or if you rip your hand off, like I can trust you. Here, yeah. it shows your commitment. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, yeah. fuck you, dude. You stabbed me in the hand. You could suck my dick for all I care. <laughs> Find him yourself, you asshole. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, to me that, that to me that that's when he was his most. Uh, I don't know. 
Villainous. Like, like you felt his power in that scene. Um, Dude, he's yeah. he, he's played a what professional a villain in like four different movies already. Who's a who's the fucking? Oh, I want to say Spanish. He's he looked either Mexican or Winston. Um, the the dude that is his right hand man, the one with oh, the yeah. fucking sideburns. Oh, Who the yeah. fuck is that guy? He is, uh, I believe he's he's uh, Uruguayan. I believe so. Mm. Uh, let me see, right hand man. Uh, uh, Chidi. His name is yeah, Marco Chidi. Zorro. Is he a that, professional fighter? Or? He is Chilean, and he is a martial artist. Martial ah, artist, yes. that's why. I was like, he looks familiar. I've probably seen him fight somewhere. He was also in the the bad. He was also the bad guy in the film One Hundred Years, a movie I've never that seen will, that will never come out until it's not going to come out until twenty one fifteen. Oh, that's, well, I mean, is that is that is that the Robert Rodriguez one? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Nice. But uh, he's got, I mean, he's got work. He's. I think he plays a good villain. He makes you really fucking hate him. I forgot about him until like every time he, that he would show up. But whenever he would show up, I would, I would, I would feel it. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, we have like a big ensemble cast because we have these people. We have uh, the daughter of the. Uh, we have the concierge from uh, from Osaka. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, uh, her name is Akira. Uh, she was good. Like the car, uh, ex- I guess. Is that a car named Akira? There's an Acura. Yeah, there's that's a vehicle, but it's, oh it's no, different pronunciation, uh, different oh. different spelling too. And also, uh, the Harbinger, who is the character that's always hanging out with uh, with Bill Skarsgård. He's the guy that like uh, puts up the duel and everything. Do you know oh, who that oh, is? Fucking Mr. Krabs himself. That is him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. It was so weird to see him there. But I, I remember that he does other things besides that. Yeah. I remember him mostly from uh, Starship Troopers. That's one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. So we have those uh, characters. Hell, we even get Scott Atkins for a second. He plays like the big... Uh, the big Swedish guy. Oh no, German uh, guy. Oh, German guy. Yeah. Uh, no, he's, a, he's the Germ- He's the head of the German part of the high table. But yeah. I, I want to talk about the Battle of Osaka because okay. I mean they even make a point. Like it's political. Like it's like we don't have to do this. And Bill Skarsgård is kind of like, nah. Yes, we do. And they spoil yeah. blood on the on the Osaka Continental. Osaka held up. I love watching that whole gang warfare of like the hotel staff. Attempting to fight off the members of the high table. And it's also cool because you show, because, okay, in John Wick chapter three, you see that these guys have this body armor that's bulletproof, essentially like bulletproof suits, but like more bulletproof. Arrows can pierce it. I love that. The swords and the arrows can pierce it. Somehow they took something that looked like nigh unstoppable and elevated it, I know, and found the weapon to equal it. Like that's what this series is so good at. It keeps. Uh, Guys, I'll be right back. My dog's fucking begging me to take him outside to take a piss. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Go for it. I'll keep blushing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love the fact that in John Wick Chapter 1, it's gunfu. John Wick Chapter 2 elevates the gunfu and the action and the fighting. It gets it gets a lot harder. In Part 3, we get dogs and tactical armor that's bulletproof. 
And now in this one, you know what? Fuck it. We're busting out the bows, the arrows, and the swords. Let's fucking go. And I love it. I love the elevation of all of this. And then we get this great uh, uh, seemingly three-way dance almost between Koji, the guy that uh, John Wick's friend that helped take him in, the manager of the Continental, um, trying to protect John Wick and get him out. And there's an honor there. There's a there's a brotherhood there. You can tell they've been through some shit. I'm just saying that would make a great prequel with like younger actors. But anyway, that said, um, there's a brotherhood there between Koji, between Kane and John Wick. At one point, apparently, Koji and and Kane are so like they know each other so well. They exchange pleasantries. How's your daughter? Good. Yours? She's right here. She's training. Oh, that's awesome. I really don't want to fight you, man. Just please tell me where he is. I don't want to fight. But that's the business that they're in. That's the life that they've chosen for themselves. And they have what might be the best samurai fight I've ever seen in my life. I haven't seen many of them, but they're going to have to live up to that because you feel every impact in the hit. Mm -hmm. You know the next movie that this guy is making, right? Chastahelski? Yes, the the ghost of... The ghost of Tsushima, yeah. That, yes. I, 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 I That was... Uh... Tsunami. Inside, no, Tsunami. I thought it was Tsunami. But yes, that. Tsushima. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I'm all um, in. Yeah. Give that I haven't even, a blank check. I haven't even played the game, and I'm excited after seeing this one. Um, Neither am I. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we 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 have this like intensive, and I, I, I like that difference about how um, the New York Continental has all these guns and all these weapons, and then the, the Japan Continental, of course, has arrows, and big fucking sumo fighters you know uh they that are apparently able to absorb bullets yeah. i'm sure the i'm sure the kimonos can absorb most bullets no they're getting shot like you can see blood well remember in chapter two when that one sumo guy went after wick he had to shoot the dude twice in the head to put him down he shot him once in the head and the guy was still like Ugh. Mm, yeah yeah um yeah so we have like all these like interconnected uh, parts here. We have uh, after Osaka. Uh, well, we have this like big uh, fight between Koji and Kane, uh, where Kane clearly does not want to continue. Like he wants it to stop, uh, and Koji just keeps staying there. Which honestly, as a father, as a person who like wants to probably you know enjoy his past few lives, why did he stay there? What a I know honor Koji. Yeah, why he could have left? He could have left. He didn't want to be a coward. Yeah, it's it's you don't get to that level. I'm sorry. And, that's like, that's away. something that people value, Chema. Uh, sorry, nah, sorry. He's a piece of shit for honoring his, his value. Okay, here's the thing. If he had bumped it, if he had escaped and bumped into John after, and John would have been like, you survived. And he would have been like, yeah, I escaped. He gave me a chance to escape and I took it. Do you think John would have been like, oh, you're not my friend anymore? Like, no, he would have been I, like, good, strength in numbers. Let's go. I think John would have been like, you pussy, and walked away. No, nah, you know, Keanu Reeves doesn't even use that word in his vocabulary. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. I was so- going to say something really bad. No. Okay. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep I'm going. proud of you, Chema. Uh, but yeah, so we have the Battle of Osaka, which is amazing. Like an incredible place. Just to, oh, fucking nunchucks. I want to mention oh, yeah. that. Dude, I've never seen nunchucks used in such a great way. Fucking Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles can eat a dick 
This is how you fight with nunchucks. <laughs> not All only right. fucking that. No, 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 not only fucking that. Um, it was funny because I was also watching videos of um the training of John Wick, like how they trained him and whatnot from Mendes uh behind the scenes or whatever. And they're talking about how they had to train Counter Reeves to swing the nunchucks with enough force to make it look believable, but not enough to where he'll bash him in the, himself in the face. Like it was part of the stunt training because he had to be able to go from kind of code switching. You have to be able to go from like the gun food to the Brazilian jiu-jitsu to the nunchucks. It's a lot to like uh balance all out at once. There was a lot of training for this film to get Keanu ready because let's be honest, this series lives and dies by the physicality that he's willing to put himself through. And man, he, somehow he topped part three. Like, goddamn. Um but yeah, we go from there. John goes back to New York, meets with Winston. Um, and Winston kind of tells him, look, there is a way, there's an old rule where you can challenge uh, anyone from the high table to single combat, but you need to be a part of a family and you need to have the crest. They need to sponsor you. They need to back you up. Well, fuck, I guess I'm going to Berlin. So he goes to Berlin and meets with his original family, a family that we had never seen before, the Ruska Roma crime syndicate. Um and we get a really funny. Well, so okay, the Ruska uh, Roma uh, crime syndicate. They basically the head of it basically says, "Look, I'll back you, but you have to kill the dude that killed my dad." And then we get I am Klaus, who just like fucking bashes John Wick in the face for no reason. Yeah, this th this movie for a second becomes like the Mandalorian. Like, okay, we'll help you, but you have to go and do this. Okay, he goes and does and does that. Okay, I'm back. Okay, now. You have to go and do this. Like, it becomes a Legend of Zelda game at some point. Like, it just becomes a fetch quest in a good way. In a because, good way. Uh, it, because honestly, the set pieces that we that we, that we end up getting here and how some things, are, some things are solved by talking and some things are solved by, you know, fighting your way out of it. Like, they're really well integrated. And I love how everywhere that they went to, like, nobody and Kane just kept showing up. Like there's not a moment where they just where they just leave John to be like he just keeps showing up there. Uh, they even have like a like a little honestly that scene when they're playing poker, and then, I think that I I think they're playing poker. It was really funny because I was in a theater full of people and everyone was gasping when they were showing up their cards and I was confused because I don't know how to play poker. So, <laughs> So ever so like they would show up his cards and and everyone would be like oh no what's gonna happen and I'll be like hell yeah what is gonna happen I don't know I'm not following and uh, <laughs> but it was funny and then and then Kane has like this one scene where he like takes his cards and he like ah I can't see uh, uh but, but <laughs> it, 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 where he goes let me guess five of one. Yeah. Five, five, of five of a kind. Five of a kind. Yeah. Five of a kind. Yeah. Like I knew he's this motherfucker was a cheater, but I love so like that same thing. Like they don't just who, go straight into the action. Who, who plays that guy? The the fat dude. Scott Atkins. Yeah, Scott, who was actually in like stupidly good shape. He wore a fat suit. Oh yeah, I figured it didn't look like a fucking real person. You know what he looks like? He looked like the villain from uh, the new Pussy Boots movie. Uh oh my god, yes, he looks like what's his face? Jack um something? Little Jack Horton. Yeah, that's what he looked like. Even the even the suit was a similar color. Oh, this fucking guy, the guy from uh Undisputed. Yeah. Uh but okay, so they go, they play the game, 
and again, I love how they pause there. In most other movies, like Fernie, I think you said it once, they, they're they too quick to get to the story. They're too quick to get to the action. They don't let, give the characters time to breathe, to talk, to do normal shit or have cool set pieces or cool scenes. Mm-hmm. The Them playing cards is, <laughs> is there's no long-term impact. Nothing changes. Yeah. But the fact that they play just like adds more to this film. Um, well, it's a three. It, it, it's a three-hour-long movie. There better be scenes for them to breathe. Like they better have them. But I, I yeah. appreciate that, yeah. dude. There's a yeah. three-hour and forty-five-minute cut of this film. I would, I would legitimately kill Fernie to watch that three, that three-hour and forty-five-minute cut. You could try. I was you with a shotgun, miserably. <laughs> with a shotgun and a head start. I like my eyes. Eddie, I've seen you run. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I think I could beat you. Let's go. But anyway, okay, so we get this great card scene. Uh, we get Dead Man's Hand, I mm. think two pairs, I want to say, uh, a Royal Flush, and then five of a kind. And then it's all out. It's an all out fight with Mr. Nobody, Wick, and Kane versus all these goons. And um, what's the what's the heavy guy's name again? I don't remember. Uh, uh, Cal, Cal, uh, Kila, Kila. Kila. <clears throat> Kila and John have this like, horrible ugly brawl through the club and it's funny because when they film it there's no music everyone is just dancing to silence there everyone's just, everyone there's just like you want to know what i was doing throughout that whole scene taking a shit i was oh no i was just watching the background people <laughs> the entire time i was like let's see what everyone's doing i want to see if like there's an extra fucking around in the back I don't and, doubt it. Uh, and and yeah, I was just watching him. I'm like, how the fuck are you so high on ecstasy that you're just like, oh, wow, this guy's getting punched in the face right next to me, but I don't give a fuck right now. I'm grinding. Look, look if I work the entire week and I finally like get to like relax and go to a club and like dance and not think about anything and I see two people fighting, am I going to care about that? No. It's the freaking weekend. <laughs> so, I don't give a fuck about this one. I don't give a fuck about them. They're not with me. So, yeah, because, like, this, that scene generated, like, a ton of memes, especially on Twitter, of people, like, going, like, uh, me dancing and not caring if I see John Wick fighting people. Like, that that became, like, a big thing. Uh, they were pretty funny, and when I finally saw the movie, I understood it. But, no, yeah, the, the brawl in the club is really intense. Like, he throws Killa, like, through several stories like there's several like sets of stairs and this motherfucker just won't die and also uh another thing that that the the family mentions they're like kill him and bring proof that you killed him and the whole time i'm thinking what is he gonna bring like is he gonna bring his head like what but no he's an inhaler no (laughs) he brings in the tooth and it's oh god really really good scene um definitely and afterwards he does i'm back i don't know what happened oh oh did you get disconnected or something i think so oh weird well we're talking we're talking about after he manages to kill the dude oh yeah how he kills tubs yeah (laughs) um and a fucking brutal also that fight was brutal when he uh, hip tosses wick into the stairs i'm just like ow but yeah, uh, John Wick, I think, probably took his most punishment in this movie. Dude, he took the most punishment that he's ever taken, and I'm including the the fact that he fell off of like a six story building in the last one. 
Like this beating is horrible. But, 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 Wake does complete his task and he's allowed back into the family. And one of the most like wincing scenes, he burns his hand. He marks himself along with the, along with uh, Katya. Uh, I feel they, like seeing. I feel like seeing that scene after seeing him cut off his finger doesn't doesn't hit us hard. Really, burning like a good chunk of your forearm. Well, we can do it when you come back, Chema. We'll get the rollbacks burned right here. It doesn't have to be like that, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Cutting right off now. a finger looks hard. Look, look, looks worse. <laughs> I would never get the rollback fucking burned onto my skin. All right, all right, fine. I'm gonna give you both. What? Well, you get to pick one of two. You either cut off your ring finger. Or you have to burn the roll back into your forearm. Which are you picking? How about I kick you in the dick and make you do both? Nope. You got to pick one or the other. No. I choose my way. I, I choose my own fi- destiny. I, like John I, Wick. I, I need this finger, so I can't lose it. Um. Anyways. Uh, next. I just caught this thing. I know I'm going to use it. So, you know, might as well. Uh, so he burned. <laughs> so uh, he gets burned. He has the official blessing of the family to go challenge the marquee. Uh, which also, uh, one last thing. They put fucking vodka on the burn. Like, why? Why? It's affected. No, I know, because, but like, that just that hurts. Uh, because they're Russians. That's what they do. They're like, they're like winter Latinos. That's their tequila. <laughs> they just, they do. Uh, there was a joke once where. Their rations are vodka and cabbage, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Winston uh, Winston informs uh, the Marquis that Tongwig will be challenging him to a fight. Uh, the Marquis kind of doesn't want to go through with it, but Winston is smart, and he kind of imagined you could be the man to kill John Wick. And the Marquis is like, <laughs> yeah, I could be. Like a dumbass. Well, even then, he has to. It's It's the rules. He's sponsored, uh, he, and he's challenging him to a duel. Well, but remember, though, the Marquis is like, I don't have to fucking respond to this. Like, he thinks he's above it, pretty much. Like, he's immune from the rules. But even see, the that's where it was kind of annoying me. Like, the whole time, they're like, the rules, the rules, the rules. And then this fucking guy shows up. He's like, fuck the rules. And they're like, yeah, fuck the rules. The one I mean, part where I was like, where, where I was like, genuinely, like, because like I enjoy a good villain, like uh, like I enjoy if they can be scummy, but like the scummiest thing was like when it was like I accept the duel, Kane, you're gonna take the duel for me. Like that to me was like <laughs> you fucking dick, like not even in a funny way. Like and I like that they have like the one scene at the end where like he's about to get into the duel and he's like, remember your daughter, and Kane is like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, because he saw Winston give him a little pep talk. <laughs> And he's like, remember your daughters. Fuck off. (laughs) Just have fun out there. But um, so they have this really weird scene that I still don't understand. I'm gonna have to rewatch it a couple times, where they're like, you know, at dawn, at dawn, and then they like, I think they're flipping cards, and whoever has the higher one makes the call. Pistols. Um. So they so they both like offer like they they like they, they ask where, and they both say a suggestion. And then whoever pulls like the highest number, uh, they go with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that makes more sense. Uh, dual pistols yeah. and all that. And then because um... like he says pistols, uh, the marquis says blades, and then uh... but then the marquis says also like the place, and then John says uh, uh, the sac the sacred heart, Sa- sacred yeah, 
Second anyway. core? Yeah. Yeah, but then but then John says like uh I don't know, like 9 a.m. and then he says like uh, uh crack a down or something, and then they, they go with that. Yeah. Uh, and it's mediated by the Harbinger. Um yeah. and right after, yeah, you're right. The marquee is like, by the way, Kane, you're fighting. Kane's like, God damn it, fine. Um yeah. and they go visit John and Winston go visit the Bowery King. And uh, Bar King gives John uh, an old school black and white suit. And he even, this is one of like several times throughout the film where they, they, they mention like, you're going to die. Maybe uh, like yeah. he, like he says, man's got to look his best when he's getting married or buried, you know? Yeah. My tombstone, loving husband. That's what I want. Um, fucking yeah, Kane, oh, also real quick. Did y'all put together Kane, Kane and Abel? Kane kills his brother. Can't kill. Oh, did y'all put that together? Because like Nicky put it together real quick. I was like, oh fuck, you're right. He is gonna die. I, you're gonna hate <clears throat> me for this. I thought he was called Kane because he he was he was using a cane to walk. Yeah, it's like the same thing as stick. Yeah. <laughs> is that what? Is that the correct spelling of Kane? No, it's not. Uh, when I so when I watch movies here, uh, they always put subtitles and the subtitles clearly show that it's it's written as Cain, like Cain and Abel. Uh but my but my mind still went there. But on uh, line it's spelled C A I N, so not the right one. Anyway, not, point is not uh, the Cain from the Bible. Um but what's called what else? What else? Fucking get the Okay, so so the Bowery King shows up. The Bowery King to me is like the best character in the whole saga. Like he is fucking nuts. And I love Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's really like strange like pattern of speech because that, that that's the cool thing about this movie is that like Keanu Reeves, Skarsgård, Fishburne, uh, even Ian McShane, they all have very specific patterns of speech. Like they don't even, I feel like every time that they talk to each other, like they're they're cut from different scenes because the way that they're, their energy that they're giving each other does not match. And to me, that's super funny. Like, it's kind of bad in a good way. Um, like, like uh, Keanu Reeves talks like that. Like, when, when he goes, I'm going to need a gun. Like, that's I'm that's not what I'm, yeah. that's not what normal people sound like. But he just makes it work because it's better than seeing, because that's more interesting than seeing someone speak normally. So I guess it kind of works. It fails, but it works. Um, there was a big like uh reporting thing that came out that was uh, that was like John, uh, Keanu Reeves only speaks like less than two hundred words in the whole movie, and they paid him like thirty eight million dollars. Was like, yeah, he also did a bunch of other shit in the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't they didn't just pay him to talk. Uh, but when he talks, I mean, yeah, every every yeah costs like I don't know a couple million dollars, I guess. Um, but 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 anyway, after we meet, after we re meet the 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 Barry King, and uh, and uh, he gets ready, he gets like that really cool gun, uh, and he has to start transporting. Uh, we have like this scene where like all of the killers, all of the assassins, and uh, in oh, Paris, they the warriors, yeah, like they just start like going like, oh, he's on, like on him, he's there. Uh, leads us to. A long, uninterrupted, probably the best action scene in the whole movie because it goes from chases in the street to chases around the 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 uh, 
the what's it called the triumph arch uh the arch there that's in france uh to the world's uh, most dangerous game of frogger ever to the most amazing uh for for a second the movie like stops and it becomes hotline miami and we have (laughs) We get this like top down uh, action sequence where like we're just following John through every with, room with Dragon's Breath, mind you. <laughs> Again, I don't know how the fuck like they who came up with this, but they still they continue to elevate it. They have Dragon's Breath shotgun rounds that don't exist anymore. They they they're extinct. They're illegal. I'm pretty sure they still them. exist some places in the world. No, but like if you have to make them yourself, exactly. Yeah, I just saw one today. Uh, they're not allowed to be manufactured, like mass produced. But right. we get Dragon's Breath. Are you fucking kidding me? And like Chama said, we get this great... Um, it, it was inspired by a Japanese video game, uh, the director stated. Um, this top-down sequence of John Wick going through the house, shooting people left and right. It took them, uh, I think he said, 15 takes to get it right. Jesus Christ. Um, but also, I just looked something up. Fun fact. Arnold Schwarzenegger got paid 15 mil to say 700 words in T2. John Wick got paid 15 mil to say only 380 words in this movie. Yeah, well, he also did a bunch of other shit. Like, he didn't no, I, no, I'm saying, yeah. like, the price per word went up. I'm joking. But anyway, <laughs> that said, we get, like, amazing action sequence after amazing action sequence after amazing that keeps escalating until we get to the stairs. And John Wick manages to get up the stairs. He's, he's going to get there in time. Oh, wait. Real quick, though, before we continue. That one moment where in the house, John's about to shoot Mr. Nobody. They have a bit of a duel. He sees that the dog's about to get killed. And this is what I love about John. In any moment, he still gives a damn. He still cares. He shoots to save the dog instead of killing nobody. And in thus makes a friend. He makes an ally. I think that's what John did. Because he he did it in... uh, He does it to Common in part two. And apparently he did to Lawrence Fishburne sometime in the past. He does it in part one to Kevin Nash. He gives them a chance. He tells Kevin Nash, why don't you take the knife off? He stabs Common in the chest and says, if you take up the knife, you'll die. Leave it in. Bye. Consider this a personal courtesy. Lawrence Fishburne tells a story about how John cut his throat and said, you can either take your hand off, uh, you can either apply pressure and live, or take your hand off, shoot me in the back, but you'll die. Your call. That's just what John does. That's how, I think that's how he's made so many allies. And he makes a serious ally in nobody. Um, to a point where in even during the staircase fight when they're going back up after Kane helps him after he gets kicked all the way down like bending reality as much as you can that John could survive that massive fall John and Kane fight their way up brothers in arms with Mr. Nobody backing them up at one point Kevin Nash was in the first John yeah, yeah he was Francis what? he was Francis remember he's like yeah, remember he's like you've lost Sneaks up weight. on him outside the club with a gun. Yeah, fucking Diesel was in the first one. I, how did I miss it? Yeah, he's like you've lost weight, Francis. He's like yes, sixty pounds, and he's like impressive. Oh, oh, he was the bouncer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, see, see, that's the thing. I remember him. It was a nothing character, and I remember him, but I never noticed that it was him. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. In the middle of all of this, when they're still doing like the the the. Hotline Miami entered the gungeon scene, like that, 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 that top over scene. Um, you skip just, 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 I fucking love this. Uh, nobody is like on the phone with, uh, with the marquee 
and he's like, "Hey, the price just <laughs> went up." And it's like, <laughs> and even him is like, is "Like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, like I have a, I have thirty five million writing on this guy. Like, I, we just upped it up to forty. You want more?" And it's like, and he like hangs up on him, and then he calls him again, and it's, it's like, "Price just went up." Like, he just keeps elevating just to fuck with him. What a Jesus! It's and I, I like he throws away his phone. And he has to have someone else bring him in, like another, like an analog phone, like in a fucking... yeah, his servant. <laughs> yeah, phones. It was, it was so funny, like it, like just this movie has like Buster Keaton levels of like physical comedy, and like the action itself is like what makes it work. But the funny moments are really funny. Um, but yeah, we have that scene. People in my theater, we were howling when he fell down the stairs. Like, how he just kept going. And I went to see this with... Now, I went to see this with my sister. And after, like, she, he finally, like, reached the floor, uh, she kind of turned and is like, is like, did he survive that? And I, and, and I was like, he fell from the hotel in the last one. Like, I think this is a cakewalk. Like, this, like, this fall was nothing. It's more of an inconvenience. <laughs> Yeah, like like this is more of like a gum in the shoe situation. Like, ah, oh, damn it again! Like he he has only like a couple minutes to go back. Um, but yeah, oh. so it's 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 cool that we have those scenes and uh, people clapped in my theater when that dog pissed on on. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> my theater too. Everyone was laughing and, ch- and clapping. Yeah, uh, good scene, crazy. From that point forward, uh, nobody was like the comedy king of the movie. Like he just he just nailed every scene that he was in. Uh, we get to the duel, and um, yeah, uh, at at crack of dawn, six oh three, I believe, or four oh three. I uh, six oh three. Six oh three. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I I, I wake up to go to work earlier than, than, than these assholes, and uh, <laughs> same. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they show up. We have like the setup. It's a it's it's a nice spread. Uh, Clancy Brown is there explaining the rules, and they. Put them in. I like the little detail of like uh, uh, John takes off his suit jacket because it's a bulletproof suit jacket. Yeah, um, they're fair. Yeah, yeah, uh, and th- that's when we have that scene where he go and uh, the Marquis goes up to him, go- goes up to Kane and goes like, uh, "Remember your daughter." And he goes like, "Fuck, Fuck off." <laughs> yeah, I love Kane's character. He's very, he's he's very like I'm too. I'm, I'm done with this shit. Like, no, yeah. like, he's like. <sighs> There's a movie that Jackie Chan did called uh, Drunken Master or something like that. He's a very yeah. not give a fuck character. Like, oh, I don't want to be here. Like during the Osaka fight at the very beginning, he's eating noodles. Yeah. He's not even oh, fighting. Yeah. He's just like, I don't like. I, I'm I'm above this. I, I'm done. Um, I, I love how he sticks that the whole way through. He's blunt. He he curses. He's loud. Like I just I don't know. I like that part of his character. But then they have this duel. They start at 30 paces, and it just fucking hurts every single shot. Uh, John gets, I think, clipped in the shoulder and then once in the hip. Um, same thing with Kane. Kane gets clipped in the arm and I think one in the hip. But on the last round, John doesn't fire. Kane shoots him dead in the gut. Uh, John's on the floor. And then the arrogant son of a bitch, the marquee, uh says he has the right to administer the coup de gras which is the i think french term for the killing blow like the last blow yeah. he wants to be yeah. known as the guy that killed john wick and that's when winston's like you arrogant ass 
<laughs> he never fired his third round. And he's like, wait, what? And John one shot to right the head. The eyes. Yeah. Beautiful. That I've never seen such a beautiful death. Um, consequences. Consequences. And John died. Well, oh God. John is now a free man. Donnie Yen and his daughter are now free of obligation. Winston will now get his hotel with everything being paid for by the high table. Yeah. Um, we have this scene where like I said, I don't think it's meant to be funny, but it's 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 just the way Ken Reeves talks. Like it's just funny without trying. But like he he's there, like he's limping, and he just turns to to Ian McShane and just goes, "Can you take me home?" <laughs> like, yeah. like just the way that he says it, it's funny. And then like he kind of starts walking and like remembers his wife and like kind of collapses. And uh, and we get the ending. We get the ending. Yeah. We see a uh, we see a. Uh, a very uh, Western ending. Yeah, Bowery King and uh <clears throat> sorry, and Ian McShane and the dog, very important because we didn't see the dog in the entire movie. I was kind of afraid that he was in the hotel, but no, he wasn't. He was still with the Bowery King. Um Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Weird. Okay. Uh, okay, so yeah, we get reconnected there, uh, and we have to like kind of accept that John Wick is dead, but died a free man, and that's I think the biggest spoiler because I didn't saw it coming. I didn't think he was gonna die in this one, but you know what? He died a free man. I think if this is the ending, which it is, yep, it's, it it's a good ending. It's so- a good ending. So real quick, I, I no, can, no, it, no. Hey, 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 this is my no. character in my film series. Fuck off. It's not your <laughs> character. You didn't create it. No, like I like I enjoy the, the franchise. Anyway, to quote Kane, fuck off. Um <laughs> John, dude, I did not think he was gonna die. Like it, genuinely, I was like, wait, they confirmed John Wick five. They were gonna film it back to back, but they and then Keanu Reeves slumps over and he thinks about his wife. He thinks he reflects on his life and he succumbs to his injuries. And he's dead. He is dead. Um, and man, I was sad when it when when it happened. Like I felt, I felt more of an emotional like loss of this character more than I did for Iron Man or Cap. Like I okay. genuinely, I really, really like this character. I really like his story and a great story nonetheless. But I really like anything else. We want more. We want more of his story. I want to hear more about his life before you know he was ex- before he uh he retired i wanted to see how did he complete his impossible task what was the fucking task well i know it was killing the five families but still like i felt like there was so much more to go there's such a rich tapestry here in this world and i wanted to see more of it through the eyes of john wick so i'm, I'm, I'm sad to let him go i'm sad to know that the character's gone i enjoyed the story but like man i was sad um but didn't you like that this character that you like so much got a good ending that yeah. he didn't end up because imagine if he had gotten like another five movies and they just started declining in quality to the point where we don't even get a good ending. Yeah, where all good. he cares about is family. <laughs> I think it's good yeah. that he got <laughs> I think it's good that he got a dignified good ending. He got to die a free man. Um, I know, I know. And also and, and also, do you want me to tell you what the director said? 
So the director, so they asked him, like, what if you do another one? He said, what are you fucking thinking? Are you fucking insane? Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, he said, uh, we decided we wanted to tie everything together. And we were like, how do you give a proper goodbye? So that's how we sold it to the studio. Because at some point, this has got to end. So in his head, it's like, John is never going to have a happy moment. Like, even if he like, even if he had survived killing the Marquis, they keep telling him, uh, they keep telling him, what if he what so what if he dies? They're gonna replace him. Um, so yeah, I think it made sense to like him getting a uh uh an ending where like he's free of obligation, he's free of trying to free the uh the uh the continental, he's free of trying to get revenge. He doesn't have revenge anymore, you know, he probably left a few enemies alive, but you know, he met. I, I like that he got an ending where he is dead. Free. He he got to have uh, his uh, his thing say loving husband. Uh, now, here's my problem that 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 with the franchise now, because if the franchise ends here, great. You know, I think uh, they had a good run where they can honestly say, "Hey, all of our movies were hits." All of them were good. None of them was yeah. uh, was weak. Uh, cough, how many? Cough, fast eight, fast seven, fast nine, fast yeah. soon to be fast ten. Yeah, like yeah, and also, so here's the thing: they're planning this spinoff for Ballerina, which they've already filmed a good chunk. You know, they're kind of pretty much done with that one, and, and it's it's going to come out next year. It's going to start Anna the Armas. Cool, but here's the thing: I have a list here of potential other films in development. And it's like an atomic blonde crossover, a nobody crossover, a highly very focused Sophia uh, uh, spinoff, a Bowery King spinoff, an Acura spinoff, a Kane spinoff, a ballerina sequel when the when the ballerina movie hasn't even come out. We're getting a TV show about the Continental with the characters Wasn't playing. Isn't that with... like in the works, like for like the longest time? Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming out on Peacock later this year. Yeah, uh, it's gonna start Mel Gibson of all people. What? Um, the Continental? Yeah. It's going oh. to be his oh, yeah. biggest enemies. They're on arrival. The um, Jeeves. <laughs> uh, uh. So, yeah. So, my problem with this is, like, yes, you introduce all these great characters, but let them be side characters. <clears throat> I don't know who wants to see a Nobody crossover or a Halle Berry Sophia movie or a Bowery movie. I don't know if there exists even a market to that. I'm concerned about the ballerina movie because I think they're going to try to sell that more via Anna de Armas than uh, um, what's it called uh, the fact that it's a John Wick uh, spinoff. I think it's good that it ended here. And I will see ballerina. I will see how, how that comes out. But I think uh, I think Keanu Reeves deserves you know, a nap. And I think uh, Stahelski needs to uh, really bring his A game for the for the fucking Ghost of Tsushima movie because that uh, because the ante has just been upped by the recent uh, Last of Us show, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, yes, you raise your hand, <laughs> man. So I l- let me just spell all your your uh, worry, if you will. Okay. So to start like the nobody crossover, it's not happening. They joked about it for some reason. It's still listed on Wikipedia. But it's not happening. Like it's it's okay, it's good. not. 
Um, let me see. Because we all know that Eddie works closely with the studios. I don't no, know if you know this, Chema. No, no, but like they've already dispelled it. Like, okay, the topic Bond crossover was suggested, but it's not happening. Nobody crossover was suggested. Anything but it's not can happening. happen, Eddie. Anything. So, Sophia- also, Atomic Blonde took place in like the seventies. Like, how would it even cross over? Like, John Wick takes place now. Yeah, it took place in nineteen eighty nine. I mean, technically, okay. Atomic Blonde could take place in the same universe, but it'd be like, like honestly, she'd have to do with Winston. I hated Atomic Blonde. I thought the other one with the other girl, where she plays like a model. It's kind of the same blonde. premise: blonde chick, hot model, but she's like a a killer. Master Assassin. No, I'm not going to Google that. I think it's Anna or something. Yeah. Ava? No, Anna. That one I like more than Atomic Blonde. Yeah, it's called Anna. Yeah, by with Sasha Luce and Killian Murphy. Yeah, that one I liked a lot more than Anna. Than uh, what's what's her tits? Atomic Blonde. Um, but okay. So Atomic Blonde crossover was suggested by David Leach. Uh, there's potential for crossover there, but it's the wrong timeline. Nobody crossover was suggested by uh, Derek, the guy who stars in the film, uh, Obenkirk. Not going to happen. Sophia was suggested by Halle Berry. The the studio never confirmed that one. The Bowery King uh, was suggested by Lawrence Fishburne, stating that he would like to do it. And that was an executive that said maybe, but again, it's not confirmed. Now, the three that are actually on the four that are actually on the table that might happen would be the Akira spinoff, Arcane spinoff, Ballerina and Mr. Nobody. Those are the four that are a possibility. Oh, but you see the secret ending? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. no. But they haven't confirmed the film as oh. of yet. They just said that those... I think the purpose of John Wick Chapter 4, one of the things that it did do, and it did very well, was flesh out a world that we can explore more through the eyes of these several different characters between Kane, Akira, and Mr. Nobody. And obviously, Ballerina's coming out. So... There is a potential for an expanded universe. I just hope that they keep it to maybe... If they do like one film every two to three years, I think they can keep up a very good quality. It's when you start mass producing and trying to put out like four fucking films in a year with like three goddamn TV shows, that quality begins to dip. If if it was DC, you would be clapping your ass off. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. You'd be clapping them cheeks. Yes, I would. Because you know why? I am a hypocrite. And what? Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait! And what? Wait, wait, wait! Are y'all watching Ted Lasso season three right now? No, I've seen the first two episodes. I haven't seen the newest one from yesterday. Okay, because in the newest one, there's a scene where uh, okay, you just reminded me of like this one scene. So they get a new a, a new player who's like this big, like super famous player, and he's really good, but he's a total diva. <laughs> And Jamie kind of goes up to like the coaches and complains about him, and and Beard tells him like, "Hey Jamie, don't you think that you complaining about a diva player is a little bit uh, I don't know ironic?" And then, <laughs> and then and then Jamie goes, "I'm not being ironic. I'm being hypocritical." <laughs> yeah. And then he leaves, and they just they're just like, "Was he right?" Yeah, he was right. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> what's called um not wrong man um but yeah so there you go hopefully the quality of the films stay good hopefully they don't try overdoing it and producing one a year one every two to three years i think they can maintain quality also one last thing and i understand again hypocritical of me to say this i'm okay with john wick being dead 
I am okay. Okay. Liar. That, that said, no, no, no. I'm about to be a hypocrite. No, I'm about to be a hypocrite. Uh, that said, uh, I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. Do you I not wanna, see me? I want to point out. I want to point out two things. I saw another interview with the director. Maybe it's the same one as Chema saw. I think it's a different one because Dude, he. You stated, need to stop watching these interviews with directors. No, thank you. But the director stated that. Um, that Eddie, can it, you stop calling my house? I know it's you. Please stop are, calling my house. These are story suggestions. But uh, Chad stated that um, the problem with the John Wick movies is that every time they finish one, they'll go out to eat, and then him and Keanu Reeves are just chatting, and they get an idea, and they start out on a napkin. It turns into a fucking movie. That's what happened with Chapter 2, Chapter 3, and Chapter 4. He's like, we're not doing it again this time. We're not doing it again. We never saw... I don't know. Don't I would, say, don't say I we would, didn't saw the body. I wouldn't be. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me say this. I would not be mad if they did make a chapter five. I wouldn't be angry. Also, what if chapter five wasn't a continuation from the events of chapter four? What if chapter five went back to the beginning and told the story of how we got out in the first place? They and we can, rough doing a prequel because John uh, fucking Keanu Reeves is very noticeably old. De-aging technology. We can see uh oh. we can we can re-see oh. uh, we can see Marcus, we can see Dude, that shit again. looks wacky as fuck, like on Billy and fucking Scream. Look, we can see D'Antonio back, we can see Marcus back. I would like to see William Defoe. We can see Vigo back. We could see um this reminds me of the, the quote from Jurassic Park, the one that Jeff Goldblum does. Uh, you, you you were, Aurelio? You were more focused. You were more focused on on uh to see if your scientists could when you actually should be asking yourself uh if your uh scientists uh, uh should. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Just because we uh, have de aging technology does not mean it's a good thing, Eddie. It still looks wonky. Uh, well, I cool. think. I think. It's good when you have a franchise where all of them are good and you can retire. It's like it's like retiring undefeated. Yeah. It really is. Uh, now, if they want to make a John Wick Zero, like Resident Evil Zero, and you want to cast a younger guy to play John Wick, uh, I don't know. It's dicey. It's dicey. It's hard. It's complicated. I say, my opinion, retire while you're still winning. You know, take all your chips and live a winner. Because look, yeah. look, I love Keanu Reeves. I think he's a great actor, and this definitely like brought him back a lot. I, I think it gave Especially him a lot of Especially after faith. that fucking Matrix movie. Um, but um, I think at some, but he's a creative person. I think at some point he's gonna want to do something different. I saw uh, that movie, uh, Destination Wedding, with him and Winona Ryder. Uh, oh, where he's real uh, deadpan. Yeah, I thought that movie was great. Uh, and all right, I like that. And because like the whole movie is just the two of them being absolute bitches to each other. Like, what's not to like, really? And I figured, I when I was watching it, I figured he looks like he's having a blast. Like, I figured he is happy to not be doing like highly choreographed shit for like a second. Uh, because as fun as these movies are. They can be taxing. Like, remember, like, uh, Brandon Fraser only did like three mummy movies, and he pretty much destroyed his body doing the stunts in those. Yeah, and he fucked really, up his whole back. Yeah, he's fucked up his, his whole back, and he had he had, he 
I mean, there were other reasons, but uh, that took a lot of roles out of him. So mm. I imagine taking a break is good. And, you know, if at some point you want to revisit any other characters from this, I mean, we'll see how ballerina goes. We'll I say if you're going to fucking continue with this universe, do the spinoffs. Go for that. But John, leave him dead. Leave him dead and buried. Leave him huh? dead a winner. Well, hopefully the spinoffs are good. Please be good. Please. I just want the music. I, I just want it all to be good. The comics hey. were good. The, the only other franchise I can think of that tried a spinoff of their main story was Fast and Furious with Hobbs and Shaw, which I actually enjoyed. They went, just, they were like, you, you know what, we're, we're going to be goofy as fuck. We're going all the way. And you're going to fucking love it. And then yeah. Vin Diesel pissed off The Rock and The Rock was like, fuck you and your franchise. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then it went to go piss off Zachary Levi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, and then been and then been this will try to use uh uh the the death of Paul Walker to make the rock come out. Oh, that, that was, was a weird. fucking low blow. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, so so was there was a point where where he was like uh he was like Dwayne, you have to return to the franchise because Paul showed up in a dream and told me that you have to return. It's about family. My daughter is asking, Where are you? Why are you answering our calls? And Dwayne, as much as I'm pissed off at him right now. He had like the best response because he was like, "You're fucking weird." <laughs> Just like, wait, wait, yeah. did, wait, how do you know that this is real? Was this like, dude? A, he it was like a Facebook it was, post. It was public, yeah, yeah. It was like a Facebook post or an Instagram post. Uh, just put Vin Diesel tries to lure the Rock back into Fast and Furious. Yeah. But yeah, like he tried to fucking guilt trip him, and I, yeah, I remember the bit about his daughter. He's like. My daughter's asking, where's Uncle Dwayne? Where's Uncle Dwayne? Uh, I'm not your fucking uncle, for starters. Yeah. No, this is real? Yes. Oh, yeah. My little brother Dwayne, the time has come. The world little, my brother. little brother. <laughs> Do you think, I, imagine how pissed off The Rock was when he read my, my little brother. He's probably like, bitch, I am bigger than you in every sense of the word. <laughs> Like this is the one thing where I'm on the rock side. If you can oh my that. god, he actually posted that. Yeah, that's a phone call. Yeah, he is insane. That's a therapy session. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure John Cena called up the Rock and was like, "Hey, should I do this? Should I like jump into this franchise?" And the Rock was probably like, "Go for it, dude. I'm out of there. You fucking do it." Yeah, dude. Oh, oh my god! Wow. Okay. Um. So Vin Diesel is insane. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate that's, Vin Diesel before, but like, that's why insane. the director left. Uh, the the original director of the first two left, and they had to replace him because he said he kept saying, uh, Vin Diesel would show up out of shape, not learn with, with like he he didn't knew his lines. He was drunk most of the time. He like quit after like a couple of days of filming, and they had to replace him with the Incredible Hulk director. Hmm. Oh, I heard about that. That's why. Oh, with Louis Louis Territor. Hey, to be fair, the Incredible Hulk was pretty good. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I thought it was good. I like the Incredible Hulk. It's for me. That's the best Hulk movie that's ever been made. I mean, that's a very low bar, but still. Hey, there's only like how many fucking Incredible Hulk movies? 
That's what I'm saying. There's only like what two? Exactly. And we haven't gotten another one. So it's the best one that's been made. <laughs> uh, anyway, point is, point is that he did Incredible Hulk. He did Transported 2. He did uh, the Clash of the Titans. And he did the first I like Now You Clash See of the Me. Titans. I hated Clash of the Titans. I like it. Wrath of the Titans was shit. I'll give you that one. But uh but yeah. So I'm hoping they just leave John Wick dead and buried and just if you're going to do spin-offs go for it. Go with spin-offs. If you want to do it in a series, especially on streaming where you could pretty much just have an R rating with no problems, do it because you can flesh out the characters even more. It's going to suck when the Continental show comes out and it sucks. Um and Are you just- rooting for it to fail? I'm not rooting for it to fail. I just you just know some things are dead on arrival. It's like when they made that Zombieland pilot TV show. Like it, it, it you just knew it was gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. There's just some things that there's some things that should not be TV shows. Yeah. So I'm looking at the synopsis of the Continental. It looks fine. Okay, so Winston is is attempting to establish the Continental Hotel during the 1970s. As a safe haven for assassins where no business may take place. Oh, great. Okay, We're so, going to get a young Winston. Yeah, it's Colin Woodell, who's relatively an unknown. Um, but it's going to incorporate real-world events like the Great Garbage Strike of New York and the American Mafia's rise to economic power during the 70s. Not the Great Garbage Strike of New York. Fuck, that's, a, that's an interesting point in history. I mean... It, the thing is, is that is incorporates a lot of the mafia. That's why they're going to incorporate that part. Um, but yeah, no, Absolutely. this guy doesn't have much, much going at all. So I hope they do a good job. I hope it all comes out great. I mean, everyone hopes they do a good job. Stop squeaking. <laughs> what do you mean? He's talking to his dog. Oh. Um. Uh, like, but fuck? yeah, I mean, overall. If I if I had to say like John Wick Chapter Four, did I think this movie was gonna end the franchise? Honestly, I wasn't too sure. I was like, is this gonna be the end, or are they gonna make another movie? Because I mean, I think, I mean, you see it with a lot of franchises. People get fatigued about this shit, and I was a little happy when he died at the end. I was like, all right, good. I mean, he goes off on a high note. I thought it was bold and really ballsy that they were like, no, we're choosing where it ends. The public doesn't get to decide it. We're going out as kings. And to me, that's ballsy, bold in a franchise that is ballsy and bold. I I like that it went out like that. Especially when you could be greedy. Exactly. Uh, Besides, these movies are going to fucking live forever. Like, we're going to be talking about them for too long because, because, look, remember... How many parts of the Caribbean movies are there? Five. Five. Do you remember what the last one was called? Don't look it up. Hold Don't on, look on. it up. Dead Man Tell No Tales? Something like that? I mean, close, but point is, do you remember what the oh, one yeah, five. Do you remember the one before that one? Uh, on Stranger oh, Ties. Do you remember Stranger what Ties, happens? That one was fucking... Ugh. Barbosa's daughter who's played by no that was no that's the fifth one. one. Oh, that was the fifth one and it was a mermaid that was the that was the fourth one anyway point is if you go too long and you don't get and you don't like it, it you you risk yourself like you put yourself in danger 
This uh, the first one came. What, what did the first John Wick movie came out? Two thousand thirteen. Well, fourteen. It's yeah, been fourteen. It's been nine years. Like, like if you if you end it here, you have an opportunity to be like, hey, we were one of the best. At, we were probably the best action movie franchise of uh the 2010s decade like including a little bit of 2020s like uh we're gonna remember this like we're gonna talk about this like when we grow up when we were way older and we talk about like all like older we're gonna be like man that john wick franchise was fucking awesome like we're gonna and, and we're not gonna be like man that john wick franchise was fucking awesome can't wait to see 70 year old john wick do john wick 12 like no we can be like hey it's good it's over I am good with this. I also didn't think that, that it was going to end, but I am pro this franchise ending. If you look at my camera, it looks like I'm in the Skinnamarink house. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, five out of five. I love this. Like, it's not, it's like my second or third favorite movie of the year. Like, it's. Yeah, I'd give it a five out of five. Yeah, a, dude, A plus. Like, I give the whole series a five out of five. A plus. Like, I like the whole series completely. Every single one only gets better. I got to. I would put this on par with the first one. Like, my favorite is part one and part four. Parts two and three can both occupy the second. Be interchangeable. Spot. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, great action, amazing story. Great action, amazing story. Great beginning. Great ending. Mm-hmm. Not also, nothing to dislike. Nothing to dislike, really. Um, All right, I, I would still kill to watch that three-hour, forty-five-minute cut. Well, you can go and kill the, and kill by yourself because I, uh, my butt was hurting by the end of this movie. Uh, N- Nikki fell asleep like twice during the film. <laughs> I was like, "It's fine." My dumbass stop snoring. I'm trying to watch my boyfriend here. <laughs> For real, though. Uh okay, so that's that's John Wick chapter four. Uh what's next on the docket? What are we doing next week? I believe D and D. Oh yeah, that's right. D and D just came out here. Yeah. And then okay. Mario after that. Oh, oh fuck oh. yeah. Bernie, were you a Nintendo kid growing up? I don't remember. I had a 64. That was my pretty much my first uh system. Okay, and you don't you don't care about the Mario movie? He doesn't fucking sound like him. <laughs> we've seen like two. We've seen like two clips of him, like barely. If talking. I don't hear a bad Italian accent, I don't want it. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about that when we review it, but it does seem. Very I don't care if it's callous. cultural appropriation. I want bad Italian accents. Jersey Shore got away with it. How come they can't get away with it? What I mean is that Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario, is still very much alive and kicking. Like, why didn't they use him? Gonna, exactly. Yeah, that is that is a genuine problem. But other than that, uh, I will see it. I will see it, and we'll we'll see how it comes out. Uh, all right. Uh, I believe this is gonna last. Uh, this is gonna be as long as as John Wick spent falling off those those damn stairs. Uh, so I guess we can just end it here. Thank you so much for joining us. My name was Chema. And I'm Andy. And I'm Fernie. Let's <laughs> cut it. Ooh, Honestly, dude, I fucked up so bad. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs>
yeah, why did you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. It wasn't on purpose. But that's a per- perfect way to end this podcast. Cut it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, ahead. folks, this is a bit of a bonus. Fernie had to go, but real quick, I want to touch Emma and I guess everyone else's story. So <clears throat> I currently have like five gold coins from the John Wick franchise, like copies of the Continental Coins, right? Yeah. My plan is to continue to buy until I get like 120 of them. They're like two bucks each, so they're not very much. I want to get to a point where I have that many of them, and then I want to buy some guns, and I want to like uh, get like a wooden box, kind of like John Wick had the first one. Put it together with a suit and bury it underneath mine and Nikki's forever house. Like underneath the garage, put the cement, do the whole thing and leave it there and die. And I pray to God at some point in the future, someone is excavating our house, doing home improvements for whatever reason. They dig that up and they're like, what the fuck? And they find fake passports of me and Nikki. They find these coins and these weapons and they're just like, who the fuck lived here? I'm going to do that, but with a Batman suit. Huh? I'm going to do that, but with a Batman suit. Dude, yes. <laughs> with a Chema suit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. That was your bonus. Where, where do you buy these coins? Wish. Do you wait like half a year to receive them? I wait about a month. Okay. All right. Not bad. I, once I get one in, I order another one. Nice. Like I said, they're like three bucks, so it's not exactly a big financial uh, commitment. Can, do, do you have them with you, or do you do you have them in your house? Uh they're all in my house. They're all in a big stack. Oh, you should put them in like the because you can put them in like like a thing to show them off, and you can put them in your desk or something. Oh, I should. I should get a display one. Oh fuck! What happens when yeah. one of the students trip? Wait, do I have one with me? I might actually. No, I don't. It'd be I pretty have, funny if you, you just walked around with one. I have a Scottish coin that's worth why one you, royale. That's about it. Why do, you, why do you have a Scottish coin? This is <laughs> this is this has gone too long. Just cut it. All right. Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>